0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 18 of Awesome Bomb Wrestling Podcast. While you're listening to the show, why don't you head on over to our friend's site at curbstompmerch.com and purchase a couple shirts... Any of the designs you want, they've got a couple sponsored athletes like Just Incredible, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and a bunch of really cool, just creative, original designs. But go ahead and use promo code BOMBCAST10 on that order, and we'll take care of some of that bill for you. You'll get 10% off your first order. So go ahead and order those up today. Hit them up, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and make sure you're following us too, you dingus.
1: Speaking of the 18th episode of the Austin Bomb Wrestling Podcast... We talk about Kevin Owens being great, Triple H always being great, SmackDown continuing to be awesome, and then we get sidetracked and talk about stupid wrestling shit for about 20 minutes. And it starts right now.
0: Less wrestling this week. It was okay. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah, it was great, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was great that I only had to watch, like, five hours of it instead of 14. I think think was what the final tally was.
0: Yeah, it was, like, 14 to 15
1: hours. Uh, It's great not to have to watch, like, a night after night after night of wrestling. And I love wrestling, but it's too much of a good thing.
0: It definitely can be. Um, At least, although there was less wrestling to watch this time... It was very good Or at least the things that happened were very good
1: Yeah there was um, I would say both Raw and Smackdown were uh, Spotty You know that'd be the best way There was some really good stuff and some really bad stuff But the good stuff was super super good
0: Let's talk about Raw a little bit What'd you like? What didn't you like? Um, I liked the ending I was gonna say like uh, It was just an average show Overall which for the most part I'd say It probably was until that final match uh, that fatal four-way. I didn't realize, by the way, it was going to be an elimination fatal four-way. Yeah, they made the elimination. Uh, that was like done right before RAW. Like yeah. I saw
1: it pop up on my phone through like the the app. And I, was, I thought oh. that was I thought that was better. Yeah, um, I like elimination fatal four-ways better. I think the whole oh you know the champion can lose their belt if that, like right away. A, yeah. yeah, that's a better like for like if there's a actual like champion that someone is the champion already, mm-hmm.
0: but to determine a champion, I think elimination works a little better. I like, like, the, spri- or, like, the suspense you get with an elimination, too. Especially right. if you have, like, a smaller guy who's, like, got his ass kicked most of the match and was, like, outside of the ring, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, you're down to the final two, and you're in it. Like, it's, it's, it's cool with stuff like that. I guess we're talking very, you know, obliquely, but I guess we should talk about the actual guys in it.
1: Um, Fatal 4-Way match was the main event of Raw. Uh, we had big casts... Against Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Uh, winner one would take over for vacant for having the longest reign mm-hmm. with the new universal title. Um, first eliminated was Big Cass, which I figured he would be, but they did it they made him look really, really good in the time that he was in the match. I mean he dominated pretty much all of it. Yeah. And he had a really he had a couple really good um, spots where he would like face off with Roman. And the crowd was, like, legitimately into that. Like, every single time they'd turn towards each other and, like, start to square up, the crowd was like, oh.
0: Yeah, it's so, a match I didn't know I wanted to
1: see. Right, and I kind of felt the same way. I was like, oh, man, Cass and Roman, that would be an interesting, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's something that you can see Vince, like, that's what Vince wants to oh, see. Oh, he was masturbating so hard to it. Seth, Roman, and KO, really, though, they were the three that worked the majority of the match. Mm-hmm. And... I told Alex this earlier. I, about halfway through it, I kind of knew that Kevin was going to win because they were doing the classic spot of like, oh, one guy is like out of the ring for a long time. Like he would find a way to get hit, like Superman punched or Superman kicked or, or Superman kicked, like super kicked, yeah, or, or Superman, yeah, kicked Superman too. kicked, whatever, yeah, Superman kicked, and he would be on the outside for like a really long time. And I was like, oh, he's going to find a way to steal it. Like yeah. Roman's going to pin you know spear seth and he's going to turn around and get power that was kind of my thought was how it was going to go um i didn't expect a wild triple h to appear
0: this was was really cool and it
1: was really well done like everybody involved all the wrestlers involved you know stephanie and mick were ringside like all the performers that were doing their roles did it really really well Because Trips comes out of just the crowd. Like, there's no music. There's no build. He just shows up. You hear the crowd start
0: to pop. There's, like, recognition. Yeah, I didn't even recognize it at first. I just thought something was going to happen. Like, somebody was going to do, like, a dive.
1: What I thought was because Roman had just speared Seth, like, right before Mm -hmm. Trips showed up. And I thought it was, like, Rusev showing up or something to get his revenge or something. But it was it was Hunter and he shows up and he pedigrees Roman and rolls him into the ring and then rolls Seth into the ring and Seth covers him for three. And at that point I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know, triple H and Roman had their feud. Seth is the poster boy, the authority. But in the back of my brain, I was like, man, I really hope we don't do that again. Again, Like that was good while it lasted. But like, the thought of like seth being the champion of raw and then triple h and stephanie and seth cutting 20 mm-hmm. minute promos at the beginning of raw every week was just like no no like just wasn't gonna work out especially if they were cutting them against roman which was what i thought they were <laughs> leading into yeah and i was like oh no so just it's
0: 2015 all over. but right. i
1: wasn't you know but i was just thinking in the back of my brain i'm like please please don't do that mm-hmm. um so seth's in the ring you know triple h grabs kevin it looks like he's going to set up Kevin for the pedigree, and instead he kicks Seth in the gut and pedigrees him. Um, he like, locks him in and he holds it. And looks at Kevin. Like Kevin's in the turnbuckles, and and then just does a beautiful... We were talking just last week about how Seth, I hate his pedigree. Yeah. If you want to see an example of a pedigree done right, look at the one he does to Seth. Well, the one to Roman, too, but especially the one to Seth, because they're in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like Perfect. And then Kevin, after a little bit of a delay, rolls over and
0: gets the cover. He's and he's just, like, staring at Triple H the yeah. whole time, like, is this real? Yeah. It was like, It was really cool. Like, I
1: think he was waiting for Triple H to, like, attack him or yeah. something. Or, like, like, he wasn't sure, like... Uh, oh. His, like, jaw's open. His yeah. mouth's open the whole time. So, Triple H is there, and, you know, the, the announcers are like, we don't know what he's doing here, and all this other oh. stuff. And he holds up Kevin's um, hand and everything. But then when he leaves... You know, he walks past Mick and Stephanie, and neither of them are, they don't know why he's here. Yeah, and like,
0: Steph is confused.
1: And he's like, What are you doing? Because, like, right before this, basically, Stephanie was it's like, Oh, you're going to be the champ to Seth. He basically, she mm-hmm. was basically hoping, like, she has been the whole time that Seth was going to be champion. Um, but instead, he just kind of, like, looks at her and gives, like, Mick, like, a super, like, a stare. Yeah, down. And him and Mick had a. Stare down, Rich. Um, considering their long and storied history, yeah. especially in the year two thousand, that was in cool. The
0: year <laughs>
1: two of my favorite matches of all time: uh, Foley and and uh, Triple H at Royal Rumble two thousand, and then the uh, I think it was No Way Out two thousand. Hell, Hell in a Cell, yeah. both of them are are excellent. Oh, there's a there's a lot. That could
0: happen with this.
1: Because now I don't know. Okay, okay, he pedigrees Roman, right? So that's the heel move, if Roman's still the face. Yeah. But then he pedigrees Seth, who's a heel in theory. So is this the start of Seth's heel turn? Or or is this the start of Kevin Owens's face turn? Is this him saying, like, fuck all y'all. You couldn't get Seth over on his own. I'm tired of this shit. I'm going to put someone who deserves it in there. And fuck Roman, because
0: he's Roman. <laughs> like right. The, like... I don't know. It's it's kind of... It's hard because it's like you can't really say that someone who took outside help to win a championship... Would be face. Would be face, yeah. But it... Unless you're the New Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I guess I have... A couple things crossed my mind when, when I watched it. Especially after seeing his reaction towards Steph when he left and she was all confused and he didn't even like stop and like be like hey it's me your husband sorry (laughs) he just like leaves i just haven't pedigreed a motherfucker in like four months it's been a while but um my i guess my theory would be that you on on smackdown on raw you have defined roles as far as like who's in charge who's like your who's your manager and who's your general manager um But on on NXT, you have Regal, but Triple H is the one that's in charge. Right. And although NXT is like a big thing and a lot of people watch it, I feel like most people only watch the pay-per-views more than they watch the actual shows. Yeah. So I feel like this could possibly be Triple H's way of saying like, Hey, Roman, fuck you, because I still hate you. (laughs) Uh, Seth, we were boys, but... I have my whole thing down here with NXT, and you just hurt my guy, Finn. Right. So I'm going to take you out, and I'm going to let my other guy, Kevin, take over because NXT is the future, as he said a million times. Right. And that future is now, and only my NXT guys are going to be top shit. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Triple H actually show up at an NXT event, like a taping and cut a promo on Raw, cut a promo on SmackDown, like saying how like his guys, you drafted his people and took them away. Well, now I'm going to do something about that. You know, like I, I feel like this is a good way to take NXT who's, kind of been like on its own thing. Right. Like it's not like SmackDown or even like fucking the Sunday night superstars or whatever the fuck those shows were. Like this is like it's on its own island. Like it's right. not not associated at all. I feel like this is a good way to tie that in and try to make it like one whole brand.
1: We usually don't get into fantasy booking on this show and that was a that was a pretty giant wall of fantasy booking that you hit us with there. However Uh, that angle would be or at least parts of that would be consistent in character for Triple H that's a very Triple H thing to do I mean Mm -hmm. one thing about Triple H is that he's always been as a wrestler, as a performer he's always been pretty consistent he's always been about the same shit forever And, um, it's like that whole wrestling isn't wrestling thing that Max Landis did like a year or two years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's the part of it where he's like, he's the authority now. And he says, if I can't be champion, then I'm going to choose who's champion. So that, I mean, yeah, that, that continues that thread. Most I think people are kinda of over it now because of all the good work he's done with NXT and when he does come back and work matches, he's been like he put over the shield huge when he was with evolution, he put over Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. he put over, you know, Roman and he had a match with Dean where Dean didn't win, but like he put on a really, really good match. I mean, he put him over as close as he could. It mm-hmm. was like the way they had it, it was a false finish. The I know Dean, it was a house Dean, show,
0: but he Dean, Dean beat, beat him, him in him. a house show. Yeah.
1: And well and Dean beat him in that match. Yeah. And, but the only reason he didn't win was because of like a technicality kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then Triple H was able to get the win. So, I mean, I think people are kind of over, you know, Reign of Terror, 2002, 2005, Triple H. But fuck all y'all, I like that Triple H too. I like any and all Triple H. I love H. all Triple H. I've always been... Try! A- <laughs> I've always been a big advocate of try from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, even when I, I think it was because when I was a kid and he was like the heel, and he was like when I first started watching wrestling, he was healing out against The Rock and then later Chris Jericho. So I hated him and mm-hmm. I hated him so much. And then I got older and I kind of like, you know, got smart. I'm using air quotes because wrestling fans never get smart, but I was like, oh, this guy's really good at what he does. And again, I, I've said it a million times. I said it just last week that in the year 2000.
0: In the year two thousand Triple H was the best wrestler in the world. I totally agree. Yeah, he was I loved everything he did. Um, whether it was being Sean's sidekick early stages DX or running DX himself, he did a great job. Even even when he was, you know, evolution or by himself in general, Triple H he puts on great matches. He's Mm -hmm. a great wrestler is a good mind for for the business in general um when vince is no longer in charge and it does go to triple h everything will be okay yeah i mean
1: it will be fine and if nothing else he's got the best theme music he's got the best nicknames let's try <laughs> you really should get alex is a he is a collector anymore of tattoos and uh some of you, our audience, might listen to OSW review, and they have that picture in the last episode of, of uh, try it's Triceratops. <laughs> it was triple. It was, a tri- and I H- love H- Triceratops. A green Triple H with a Triceratops head with a big gold belt on. And <laughs> I beautiful. really think that you should get that. I <laughs> I seriously think I might. I'm
0: going tomorrow to get more stuff done. I wouldn't be surprised if, if you see it snuck in on on somewhere. <laughs> so
1: yeah, I mean. Just uh, was really excited to see him back And I'm really excited to see where this goes And even though we've just talked a bunch about Triple H I'm super excited that Kevin Owens is champion Because Ch- Kevin Owens deserves to be champion
0: I'm very excited Like, I've been a, a Kevin fan for a very, very long time And I'll admit right away That I always felt that as good as he was I, w- I would never see him in the WWE Let alone... The champion of the universe. So to actually see that last night was really cool. Um, hey, like
1: you, you were the one who, when he first was like on NXT, like I watched some of his stuff, but like I didn't really start getting into like super indie stuff until like the last. i really say, since really we were friends and we were like really the last couple of years, so I wasn't like super. I didn't really know who he was. I remember how stoked you were when he got picked up by NXT. Like, oh my God, Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen's coming
0: to WWE. Like when his shirt was available to to buy, that was probably the first wrestling shirt I had bought in like several years.
1: Yeah, the the, the Duct Tape KO. One, yeah, yeah, the
0: KO. Before he was Kevin Owens and he was Kevin Steen, and he only had like 10,000 followers on Twitter and stuff. Like he's very active on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's one of the best Twitter accounts. But before when he had like no one, he would like really like talk to you. And as, like, a family guy myself, I have I have three kids, and, and he has two kids. Um, our children were, like, born very close to each other, and we would talk back and forth about, like, our families and stuff. And it's just really cool to, like, see, like, he legitimately is the family guy mm-hmm. that he, like, shows himself to be on the show mm-hmm. and in all of his social networking. So it, it's just really cool to see somebody... Go from that level all the way to the top. Yeah. So I'm I'm just really excited for him. And and right now, I mean, he's tip top. I mean, if you say top
1: five, ten guys in the company, either from a talent
0: perspective or just their positioning on the card, and honestly, you you could you could almost even say that he's been in that spot since he debuted. I would say
1: the second he walked in on NXT, and you know he powerbombed Sammy. Like from that point on, he's been. I mean, yeah, the last year-ish, he's kind of languished a bit in mid-card hell. Mm-hmm. But even in mid-card hell, like he was, it's like, oh, did you watch Raw this week? Kevin Owens had this really funny segment, or oh, he was on commentary and it was great, yep. or oh, he got this really good promo, or oh, he had this really good match with Dean or AJ, or he was consistently. You know, there might be other guys that stepped up, but like you always knew that Kevin Owens was going to deliver, and Kevin Owens always delivers, and that's what you want. In a champion, right? Like someone who goes out there week in, week out and always delivers. I'm
0: excited for next Monday. Oh yeah. To hear his promo. Oh, it's gonna be good. I can't wait to hear his music start Monday's show and him come out to the ring and cut it, it will be one of the most honest promos you hear. I think it'll be totally out of character, but then towards the end you'll you'll start to get like the asshole kevin owens which will be great did you see the tweet tweet that he sent out like right after he won i win that's it (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know what tweet was better that one or chris jericho's where he's like congratulations big kev we did it we're gonna be the best champions ever (laughs) like like he's taking ownership in this as well i would
1: uh love i really really hope they don't drop the chris jericho kevin owens friendship angle i really hope they keep it
0: going i hope they keep it going i I would love to see that as an actual feud like jericho and but but i want to keep this friendship going because it's so funny
1: yeah and that's what you do you keep it going for a while and then Mm -hmm. and, and probably the next time jericho wants to bounce out for a while you know
0: there's your opportunity that's what kevin does he turns on his friends yep let let him build up this friendship for a while and then let kevin you know get rid of him yep so I, that was
1: the only thing that was... Because that was... Obviously, I'd much rather Kevin be champion than be in a mid-card thing with Chris Jericho. Yeah. But that Chris Jericho-Kevin uh, Owens bromance, like, I think given more time, could turn into
0: something like super special. See, uh, and uh, I just also want to say, I still hate that title, but with Kevin Owens' black shirt and the red lettering, it's okay. It's... It's still bad, but
1: it's okay. My thing about titles, it's... Obviously, I wish it was a better belt, but it's a prop.
0: It's a prop. And and what's more important that he is I mean, it's not like he's wearing it to, like, keep his pants from falling down. (laughs) That would be funny,
1: though. (laughs) I didn't think about this. I was actually... I was watching the new OSW today, and they were talking about the belt, and... um, I didn't think about it this way. Like, the reason that all the belts are the same is because it's got that giant W on it. You know, the giant WWE logo on it. And it's like, well, they want that because when people, you know, it used to be... I remember when... I'm a Packers fan. I remember when the Packers won the Super Bowl and Clay Matthews gave Aaron Rodgers a a big gold belt, Mm -hmm. right? And, like, they both had it and all that thing. Because he was doing that belt celebration. If you didn't watch WWE, you would just think that that was a generic wrestling belt, And then OSW showed a picture this year from the Cavs, after the Cavs won the title, and they were in the locker room, and they all had WWE championship belts on, like the Mm -hmm. new style belt, and it says, you know, clear as day, WWE, and the Royals, when they won the World Series, they sent them... I
0: really like that, it's it's very smart
1: on WWE. And they sent them the plates. Yeah, they make custom plates for them. Yeah, and it's it's a marketing thing like when they so they can send this belt around all these things and it's very clear that this belt
0: is a WWE branded belt so I it's, get why they do it it's that and I also read that uh, the reason why they did this design is because it's not a design you can rip off because like the big gold belt anybody could use that just, oh, yeah. just change it up but put a different name on it because mm-hmm. um, it's just a general design concept but you're not going to go to like Illinois Wrestling Federation and have a giant WWE title around somebody's waist. I
1: don't mind the main Raw and SmackDown belts being looking the exact same, but the women's belts looking the exact same as the 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 Raw. I
0: actually it's, I actually like the women's SmackDown
1: title. I do too. I like the I like the belts, but it's just weird that there's four belts that look like with they're just palette swaps
0: basically. I know. I wouldn't be surprised if they the, the IC and the in the United States, it's like, hey, we, like, got this, we got this. I got this box of belts over here. It's gonna be Let's like playing, do something
1: with them. It's gonna be like playing Mortal Kombat trilogy, and they've got Scorpion, Sub Zero, Ermac, Reptile, <laughs> Smoke, Smoke. Like, yeah. there's all your different belts and all your different ninja characters. and got the green one,
0: the blue one, the red one, the
1: <laughs> pink one, the brown one. Like, yeah, just Tremor. That's the brown one. People don't know that there's a brown one. I didn't know that. There you go. Thank you. Mortal Kombat knowledge. <laughs> that's why you come to the Awesome Bomb Wrestling Podcast.
0: And then this is where you play the, the more you know sound. Dun, 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 dun.
1: <laughs> so, is there anything else about Raw that you want to talk about? I mean, a lot of other things happened, but that was the big a happening that we talked about for nearly 25 minutes.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's really it. Yeah, I'm just really excited for Kevin. Um, not only am I excited for Kevin, but even though Cass lost, I think he did really good. And the fact that the only way he was eliminated is because he took some damage from Roman, the super kick from Seth, and then the fat fuck flow from, from Kevin. Uh, so he took... they were Although they weren't necessarily finishers, he took like big-time signatures from everyone, and that's what had to put him out. Right. So they made him look really strong, because he cleared house for most of the beginning of the match. Yeah, I mean, the,
1: he dominated... Really, the first the first two commercial breaks was the big Cass thing until mm-hmm. he got eliminated, and then the match actually kind of picked up and the the guys actually started wrestling more. But like you can tell that whatever direction they got was, if nothing else, was like when Cass is out there make Cass look strong, and they
0: did. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that because mm-hmm. we've said it before. Um, I'll say it again: Cass will will be a heavyweight champion within the next few years. Uh, he'll be a champion of some sort probably within the next year. Right. And I, I totally get it. Like, he, he does a great job. So I'm really excited to see what happens with him. But you have f- four great storylines that just came out of that match. Mm-hmm. Like, we all saw what Big Cass can do, that he can hang with everyone. So now I want to see more of Big Cass. What does this mean for Roman? Right. What does this mean for Seth? And great job, Kevin and then there's then there's some of
1: the undercard guys that are affected like Sammy like Sammy and Kevin just had this feud and yeah they they had their blow off match mm-hmm. but you could easily just here in a couple months Sammy could be like wait I beat him mm-hmm. I'm I know I'm better than him Yeah. so I should have a t- if I beat him I should have a shot at his title there you go easy mm-hmm. and then you can you can really have a final because really their their series is tied one all mm-hmm. really um They've, they're two singles matches, so you could easily have... Because I remember after the last match happened, we were terrified that they were going to do another one at SummerSlam because we're like, there's no way they can top that match, at least not that soon, right, yeah. with just being a singles match. But if you add a title to it, that gives it some stakes. Yeah. So that that's an interesting thing that can come
0: down the pipeline, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe save it for, like, TLC. Yeah. Like, December or something like that. Right, yeah, it would be...
1: It depends on what, obviously, what they want to do for WrestleMania se- season, which at mm-hmm. this point, I can't even begin to speculate. Who fucking knows, which yeah. is good. I mean, last year at this time, I think you and I both had kind of figured out what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Ro- they want to make Roman champion, so, you know, Triple H is going to become champion. Because it was like, everybody treated it like it was going to be this big deal when he won the Rumble, but I think a lot of people were like... I think even like the Vegas betting sites had him as like the odds mm. on favorite to to show up even though it was a I'm using air quotes surprise. Yeah. You know. <sighs> try try tell him try. <laughs> um Smackdown wasn't as good this week. It was a very promo heavy week. Uh, it's really more about advancing all the different things that are going on to lead to Backlash, which is mm-hmm. our next pay-per-view, which is on the 11th, which is coming up real soon. Yeah. Too soon.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not too just, soon for them. It's Yeah, it's just their show. Right. I mean, it's not a show for everyone. It's not both shows. So I, I, it's not that bad, I don't think. And that being said, uh, the card is rounding into shape. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: obviously last week, we had Dean and AJ they're gonna have a match which I think is gonna be really good mm-hmm. um, AJ this week was fantastic as he always is he was phenomenal phenomenal um, he was walking through the back and he talked shit to Apollo Crews and I'm ter- I'm terrified that they're starting this whole calling Apollo Crews Apollo Creed thing like everybody's doing it and I'm really terrified that that's gonna be his gimmick like oh you can't spell my name is his whole gimmick I hope not. And it looks like that's he what I deserves had. more of them. Yeah, that. he's really good. But anyway, AJ comes out and cuts a promo about why he's great and why he's going to beat Dean Ambrose. And he's wearing, he's still wearing uh, the John Cena like never give up armband around his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a match with Apollo tonight, which was pretty good considering how short it was. But he won, and then he was involved in the main event with. The, that was a match between Dean and uh, um, Baron. Baron Corbin. So we've got that going on. Uh, the tag team picture is kind of rounding itself into shape. This week the matches were a little disappointing. Last week they were longer. Uh, and this week they were both really, really short. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino
0: beat the returning headbangers. Yeah. Of all people. Yeah. Um. I don't know it was weird like because they keep bringing back like all these these talents for like Mm one-offs it's like the headbangers you could have done something better than that I'm sure yeah at least somebody that like the crowd would have recognized except for like the 20 40 year olds in the crowd you know it's like you have such a young audience like i know i don't i'm not in charge of signing people to matches but i'm sure it probably wouldn't be too hard to find somebody who was like just there like five years ago right be like hey want to lose a tag match
1: (laughs) you know rumor was for that i was hearing last week was crime time see now that would have been fine yeah um that was that was the rumor that i i heard uh floating around. Them. Which
0: is surprising because they've talked so much shit about the company after they left.
1: Yeah. but Maybe that's why they didn't. But that was a rumor that I heard. Yeah. That doesn't mean
0: anything. But then again, everyone, I'll backtrack what they said if the price is right.
1: Oh, yeah. For, for the amount of money. Oh, WWE's great. Yeah. Where do I sign?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the other match, the Vaudevillians got beat by the Hype Bros. Um, I hate Mojo Rally so much.
0: <laughs> I know. I, know. I uh, know. Crowd sign of the
1: night. Uh, at SmackDown, uh, when Mojo comes out, someone was holding up a sign that says "Mojo" or "Mojo fears Riddle." <laughs> it's true. I get what the, his gimmick is: is that he's hyper and that he's excitable and that he's all that. But it's just too much. It's and, too much. And the other thing is, it's like I looked up online: like how old is he? He's a thirty-year-old man, <laughs> and like he's a thirty-year-old man, and he's acting like I mean, even like Zach, I know, even Zach Ryder's his kind of makes sense because of like the whole like Long Island thing. You can like. You can get that like borderline Guido thing that he right. kinda rolls for. Like that sort of works. But his entire gimmick is that he's a hyperactive fourteen year
0: old. Mm-hmm. Probably just got his first pube. <laughs> I don't know. He's not I, he's not fun uh, to watch. He's not good. No.
1: He it's all like forearm strikes and splashes and everything else. He doesn't do any cool it's moves. It's
0: like fucking dude perfect. those stupid fucking dude perfect videos on in a wrestling ring it's like let me watch me do this trick shot (laughs) and i'm over it i was over it before i even knew who he was um the the kurt hawkins sighting gives me hope that there's some outside chance that they will break up and Hawkins and Ryder get back together.
1: Well, then that means that Mojo will be sent to, like, jobber status.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he's a... I was going to say, I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but if, any, like, the backstage stuff you watched about him, like, he's he's super that way. The same guy. And, and as someone who, like me, who's a more, like, you know, mellow, introverted kind of person, like, being around Mojo Rally would create a lot of anxiety for me. Maybe that's why I don't like him so much. I see him, and I'm like, you... Yeah. You need to chill the fuck out. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're we're a very mellow lifestyle. The the two of us here. To um, quote Vince,
1: life sucks, and then you die.
0: Like yeah. chill. <laughs> yeah, chill out. <laughs> like
1: we don't get hype. We stay hype, and it's like you could just not be hype for a while. That would be that'd be cool. Yeah, take a nap. I know I'm kind of working in reverse here, but the beginning segment. Miz came out and cut another good promo about, but this one was—he kind of started to veer into babyface territory when he cut that promo on Daniel. Mm-hmm. But this one was like very, very much a heel promo. Um, you know, he says, "I'm successful and I'm here every day, and that's why you're all cowards because you don't respect me or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then Dolph Ziggler comes out, Dupe Ziggler, Dupe Ziggler comes out <laughs> and um, continues his his theme of getting involved in feuds that he really shouldn't be involved in. Yeah. Um, but he does, he says the reason that people don't respect him is because you all you care about is being famous. You don't care about being a wrestler. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, say says the guy
0: to- who constantly brags about showing off and stealing the show. Yeah. Um, Ziggler's actually, the one thing I will say is they've been g-
1: giving Ziggler a lot of uh, mic time on SmackDown, and he's been cutting some really good promos lately.
0: And his mm-hmm. promo opposite miz was really good to it's make. more or less i think because his character is more desperate now than yeah. any anything so they come off very uh underdoggy mm-hmm. when they really shouldn't be i mean he's really good yeah but i mean he he, he seems to have the same luck that Bry always had it's like every time he got like a shot he always gets hurt
1: right or he'll get a shot using air quotes and then he'll job and then he's down mm-hmm. to the mid card for a while um, Dolph challenges Miz to a fight says if you're not a coward you'll fight me right now uh, Miz doesn't because he's a heel and that's pretty much the end of that segment um, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt are official to go at Backlash just um, ex- worries me yeah I think Randy's gonna get the wind Uh, The one thing I will say, though, is there's a really neat transition. Uh, SmackDown's been really interesting with their camera work and presentation, really, since they launched. The final bit of the segment is Randy's talking to Bray, who's in the ring in his rocking chair. And he says, like, I'm not afraid to kick your ass right now. And he throws his mic down and goes to run in the ring. And then it does that, like, Bray Wyatt, like, what? Cut Mm -hmm. thing. And that's it. And then it cuts to, like, a SmackDown promo in the next match. So it almost comes off like it was, like, a a pre-recorded thing. Uh, so it was a really neat transition. So it just makes me wonder, like, like what happened
0: next? Like teleportation?
1: Yeah. Like, does did the lights come on and then the fans were like, oh, like where did they go? Did they get teleported to Bray's demon realm? I would hope so. That would be awesome. Honestly, I like wrestling when it's like over the top and weird. And like, if Bray had like a like a dark, like upside down, like oh the upside things, down, yeah. <laughs> I would be t- totally down <laughs> with that he's the eater of worlds that is true so maybe his face does Galactus the <laughs> Stranger Things the peeling face thing A vagina monster yeah well it's more like that monster's face is more like
0: a tulip kind it was of it. like a tulip yeah these tulips <laughs> sorry yeah Stranger Things good show <laughs> it's a very good show I don't know we can be the Stranger Things podcast yeah I guess I mean it was okay I don't think it was as good as everyone thought it was but it was good fuck off <laughs> like i wouldn't put in like my top 30 favorite shows i've ever watched
1: i wouldn't either just because it's too soon
0: like with anything like it has to have staying power so like because futurama is reserved for the first 15 slots
1: <laughs> like anything even with wrestling like you you like tana and okada is like the best match you've ever seen right mm-hmm. and like from this year and that's not an unreasonable opinion. It's a fucking fantastic match, but I have a hard time saying it for myself because
0: I'm like, it just happened this year. So, I know, but compared to all the other matches I've seen throughout my life, yeah, That's pretty, pretty goddamn good.
1: Yeah, just trying to. I mean, there's some others that I think might be slightly better. Yeah, I mean, Kenta Kobashi and Mitsuhara Misawa two thousand three.
0: You should watch it. All Japan. I did watch that. Really good. That was actually really good. Yeah, um, Burning Hammer. Ugh, Burning and Hammer. And that
1: one actually has a similar thing with Tana and Okada. It was like, you know, for years Masawa was like the ace and the top guy, and Kobachi couldn't beat him, couldn't beat him, couldn't beat him, and he finally was able to like beat him.
0: Those those all Japan rings just look bigger. They do.
1: They do, and they're always like colored. Yeah, they've always got, and they've got ramps like WCW used to that go like right to right to ring. it. Yeah. Which, I don't like those. I like them for back body drops. Yeah. I love a good back body drop. When, whenever I think of those, this is a really rambling show tonight, but whenever I think of those, I think of the, the ECW uh, pay-per-view yes. with Taz, where he has uh, Bam, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bigelow and Yeah, he's got him on Taz mission, and <laughs> mm-hmm. then they fought backwards like through the stage. That was really cool. Taz was good. Taz was good. The human suplex machine. And then he went to WWE beat... Kurt Angle and then yep. it's like oh he's gonna be a big deal and then Triple H beat him on Smackdown and like try uh, sorry when you know um cause Vince had to bury those ECW guys
0: I hate how like you get these how they always get these like really really good talents but they'll be short mm-hmm. and then they'll be like you're short let's tell the world how short you are like like they started doing with AJ yeah like if I didn't like if we never met AJ like when we did I wouldn't know he's like 5'8 you know but the fact that they keep talking about how tiny he is when he first came in there and how he's a small guy and he's all this and that and Debra is a small guy and then when they would rip on Taz for being a small guy like that just hurts them I I like even if they come around and, and win like you look at these people and you like see them on TV like the whole Todd Phillips bullshit you know it's like you see them and you're like man that guy looks super tall and then you see him in person you're like you're very small it's just like I get it you're trying to get like get heat on him but it kind of puts too much on him. The thing about AJ
1: um, I really really feel like that Jericho feud saved him. Because the way that he, when he first came in, like the way that he, like the things they were saying about him and the way mm-hmm. they were treating him, it like Georgia oh. Bulldog Maggle. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! And I like having those matches and having that feud, and like also the the, the fact that the crowd was into him like immediately. Mm-hmm. I I think really, really, really saved him because I guess from all and this is pretty common knowledge at this point Vince was just like oh I'm just gonna sign him and he's gonna be a Mm mid-carder like he basically signed gave him all that money just so he wouldn't be with like New Japan or something Yeah. and then he came out and he got that big pop at the Royal Rumble and then he's like oh wait this guy's really good and he's a merch mover too
0: oh yeah so money talks speaking of money Sasha Banks posted this really cool picture of her and uh, Kazuchika Okada oh i know you're so against it and I, I was and i was for a long time against seeing nakamura in there but then no. once they were like oh nakamura signed with wwe I'm like that's it's actually pretty fucking cool
1: it would be cool for okada to come over i just if okada came over now like no 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 not now that would hurt new japan so much and i love new japan so much like
0: no i would like to see him there within the next two years <laughs> Two years. You got plenty of time. Four. You got plenty of time. Four. Oh, four will be thirty-two. Yeah, he'll be thirty-two. He's twenty-eight. Strike while the iron's hot.
1: No, no, he needs to be the ace for a little longer. He needs to that's they'll
0: appreciate his talents more over there. I appreciate his talents. And I would appreciate You're not his Vince talents McMahon. seeing him live in Peoria Illinois, <laughs> at a house show. <laughs>
1: I mean, if Vince dies or something, then maybe I would be be cool with him coming over. But I
0: yeah, that, yeah, two years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I don't think I don't think Vince will ever die. I think that he is spending all the money he has left to like come up with a Futurama like head jar thing, and he's gonna live forever. It's already there. He's a hologram. <laughs> hologram, hologram, <laughs> Vince. I mean, well, all he would really need is just like have his consciousness uploaded into like a computer. And then he can just have a hologram that comes like swinging his arms down. That's him. true. I mean, I
0: would I would actually pay to see that. Hologram that would Vence? be a good episode of Raw.
1: Hologram Vents? Mm-hmm. Or like Ghost Vents? Like Beyond Ghost the Grave Vents?
0: I would watch that. Grave can't
1: hold me, damn it!
0: <laughs> He's already died once. Yeah, and then, blew up. and then he came back because... That, that. one guy did that one thing. <laughs> he would not be named. <laughs> we talk about him a lot on here without talking about him who um Crenois
1: which <laughs> oh man he's he was really good though
0: yeah all that aside that terrible stuff aside he was a really good
1: wrestler he was an excellent wrestler um it's always i always feel so like mentally conflicted because i watch a lot of old stuff and like i'll watch like a lot of old jericho stuff and mm-hmm. he had those feuds with benoit and and, like, I'll watch the match. I'm like, man, Crispin Maul was so great. And then I'm like, yeah, but he also, like, killed his family and then himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Not I, so good. No. So, like, I mean, yeah, he... It's just... I know everybody's like, you should be able to separate the artist from their art. But, you like, can, no, you can't. But sometimes when Impossible. you do, If you do something that's, like, that heinous, like, you just... Like, people are having issue with, like, say, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah, that'd probably be the best example. Like they can't separate that and like rapes really really bad it's like one of the worst things you do and like I think the only thing that could be worse would be like murder murder yeah. <laughs> especially of your own family right so it's really um, difficult I have, a, I have a lot of issues with Benoit I think he should be there though like I, I am happy I was really worried when they launched the network that they were just gonna like censor him out Mm. Like he deserved, he needs to be like there Triple H and Shawn Michaels wrestling a giant pixel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or they just would find a way to just not have his matches But like I, I think they even knew Like you could, how could you Like the Wrestlemania 20 main event Like how could you do that Yeah I mean he main evented some It's like
0: that was the main event of Wrestlemania 20 And it's a triple threat for the championship And it's not even listed in the description It is
1: It says it's Shawn Michaels and Triple H face off in a triple threat match
0: Oh that's right It does it, it just, Yeah it, there's a lot of them Where it, it just completely Leaves it blank Like or I don't like, even say I think it. it's
1: like Fully Loaded 2000 Where The Rock and Benoit have a match And it's like And The Rock defends his WWF title Or
0: something Like that's it But uh And Hogan's gone I mean we've talked About that It's I don't know It's actually
1: really funny I was at uh, Toys R Us today And they had like A, a pack of like figures mm-hmm. And there was Sting Rock Austin Ultimate Warrior and Vince, and I was like, Hogan should be for these. these this like this realm of dudes. Like this yeah. feels like Hogan should be in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll. He'll be there. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be fine. I think since all the. I think a lot of it had to do with like all the legal stuff with like Docker and mm-hmm. all that. And now that that's done, he big bootleg dropped them. He. It won't it won't be soon. But no, he'll he'll be back. I think they wanna put that as much in the w- rear window as they possibly can mm-hmm. before they bring on our bring our favorite leathery hot dog back. <laughs> he really is. I, I he's f- an armor hot dog. I fucking hate Hulk Hogan. He's a
0: microwaved hot dog. Where you get that chewiness to it. <laughs> Not like a good old grilled dog where um, it splits open. So, is
1: there anything else, wrestling, that you want to talk about? Unless you just want to, like, ramble for more. This, I mean, is, a, this is a really direction... It
0: turned really directionless... Uh, mostly... Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of just, you know, talked about the big thing for Kevin and, yeah. and then what we're going to see on SmackDown, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm down with just... Just bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, what are your, like, five matches... What are
0: they for you? Alex five Shonka. matches. My top five Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Wrestle Kingdom ten. This I will not say I will say is not in a specific order. Because okay. that's too hard for me. That's too hard. I wouldn't do it either. I can't do it with movies, so I could I couldn't do it with matches. And I can't do it with my favorite individual performers either. No. Um but that Wrestle Kingdom nine match or ten, I'm sorry. Um Oh god. Punk Cena
1: Money Man in the bank.
0: bank was really good. Uh Shawn Michaels Jericho at 19.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels WrestleMania at
1: I want to say 21. 21.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: I'm sure someone will correct us if you're wrong, but I think it's 20. I think it's 21. And
0: Oh gosh any Mike awesome Masada Tanaka match (laughs) just because they're so vicious and brutal
1: for me uh it's um if you just go to like Best Buy and buy a Triple H box set (laughs) no um actually there's there's a one Triple H match and and that would be uh Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin No Way Out 2001 uh Three stages of hell match. Mm-hmm. Woo. It, it's a it's a good one. not Oh, they beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> it's it's a really good match. Also, um, uh, um, Sean Jericho was is great. WrestleMania nineteen, um, Taker Sean
0: twenty five. That's a good one. Um, the first match. Yeah, the first yeah. one.
1: I think was it you that says you like the second one a little better? No,
0: I love the first one way more. Okay,
1: there's someone I know that likes the second one better, and and they're not wrong because they're both like really good matches. But I think the first one's just yeah, the first one was amazing. First the one's white,
0: like... yeah, they look so glorious. The first one's like... it was
1: really good, perfect. Yeah. Um. So what was that? Taker Sean. How many am I up to? You got three. Um. No four. Two. Wait, four. I've got one left. Okay. And then I would probably say uh, knock. And Ibushi Oof. at Wrestle Kingdom 9. Those are probably my five. Very but good. honestly, with, with matches, if you ask me this question tomorrow, I, I probably have other ones in there. Like yeah. other ones that float around are probably like uh, Triple H and Cactus Jack, Royal Rumble 2000, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jericho Benoit, Royal Rumble 2001, the Intercontinental match, ladder match. That's where that horrific chair spot. Oh, yeah. When Benoit's doing the suicide <laughs> dive, oh and Jericho just <laughs> smashes him. Um, that one's in there Um, Bret Hart Steve Austin Wrestlemania 13 (sighs) Bret Hart British Bulldog SummerSlam yeah it's hard yeah yeah. those are all like uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker first Hell in a Cell match it's like
0: yeah I was actually I was gonna say when Kane debuted yeah Mm -hmm. that one's really good I know you're a big Kane mark I love Kane
1: yeah that guy can go and top five performers this is a little easier for me because it's I don't have like a like top five but like I know who they are Mm -hmm. and for me it's savage flair punk jericho Shawn michaels like those are my top five i think pretty easily and then there's some other guys like like triple h is like right up there Mm -hmm. and kurt angles like right there daniel bryan's like right there but i think those are kind of my my mainstays like if i'm bored on the network and i want to watch good matches like it's
0: probably one of those guys stuff that i'm seeking out yeah i'd say mine's probably uh Jericho number one. That's the only thing I can like definitively say. Jericho number one. Uh Shawn Michaels too. He has it? Uh he does. It. Uh Punk. Probably Kane. I love Kane. He fantastic worker for his size. Kane never I He's he, never disappointed me in, in any match. He's except for that Undertaker match at WrestleMania. But that was Which one? The second one? Yeah, the one where he wasn't when where the non-masked Kane Yeah, was so bad. That
1: match was shit, but it was more important because of like the return of Dead Man Taker. Yeah, but yeah. like he basically squashed him. Yeah, it was a bullshit match. And their first match was like it took like what three tombstones to put him down or something mm-hmm. ridiculous like that. Like, I would
0: I would have loved to see, Kane Taker one more time. That should have been the there were that should have been like the final one I think.
1: Like their final, like their retirement matches. Like yeah. You, you spend a couple, Taker doesn't need to be built up as a monster. Kane's been hurt too much, but you spend a couple months just turning him into a, just a motherfucker and saying mm-hmm. like, he has like one thing that he wants to do. And that's like to take out his brother, like take on his brother one last time mm-hmm. and they have a match at WrestleMania. I think they'd still have a good match at WrestleMania. I think it would. I, I think you would, you wouldn't want to give him like 25 minutes, but give him no. 15 mm-hmm. and just
0: say, go at it. Be cool. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'd watch it. I'd like it. Yeah, me too. And then my finals might cost him. Are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I think it's just because of how like insane he was and his lack of compassion for anybody who was wrestling. And it's just and that's he was why so, I despise him he, he was just so much bigger than everyone. Like we got robbed out of like I know that sounds bad because he killed himself, but like, there are so many amazing matches that there could have been. He was Bork Mike Awesome, ugh. Mick Foley Mike Awesome. Oh, there could have been some great ones.
1: There, I don't know if it was just because of like the ECW style or whatever, but like, he just didn't give a fuck.
0: Like, no, no. about like his. I entire mean, when gimmick- he got to WCW, it was a little different, but. Because he was the fat chick thriller, Ugh. which well, made me so then, mad. That
1: seventies guy. And then they they had him. They did the thing with Kevin Nash, where they were like, "Gonna." The announcers were like, "Who's the Who's the best power bomb in WCW? Is it Mike Awesome or Kevin uh, Nash?"
0: Mike Awesome. And,
1: but the, the announcers are like, "No way! Kevin Nash is a multi-time champion. There's no possible way that Mike Awesome could have a better power bomb because yeah. Kevin Nash probably
0: like wrote them to say like, <laughs> yeah. Uh No, the Awesome Bomb wrestling podcast yeah, that's where <laughs> that's where we got our name from yeah it's, it's ruthless I love it straight to the outside through a table into the corner I don't care where he does it that's actually it's one of it's great that I've you were talking about you said any
1: other matches but One Night Stand 2005 Tanaka and Mike Mike Awesome
0: that was a good one that matches is stupid. Yeah. Like, in the best way. <laughs> like it's horrifying. It's so... Because Tanaka's, chair, like, 5'9". And he's, like, power... He's, like, awesome bombing Mike Awesome over the ropes yep. through a table. Which well, is basically just, like, a free-falling pile driver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and those fucking chair shots, like... I mean, Mike Awesome just grabs a chair. And,
0: and just, Tanaka just turtle next his head and just drops it down. And just takes it and just gets smashed. And, <sighs> and, and that's that was his whole gimmick. And Tanaka looks great today. I don't know how he's still. I think
1: he still wrestles from yeah. time to time. Like yeah, like he's a trainer and he he does the occasional match. Like <sighs> mostly tag at this point. But like he's someone where if you watch any of his stuff, I'm like, you watch all the ECW guys and you're like, oh that guy's he he had to have died from a brain aneurysm. <laughs> nope, he's nope. he's fine. Still going. You know, uh-huh. Him and Ichiro Suzuki, Japan's best exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've rambled enough. Yeah, um, we'll be back next week and then
0: getting prepped up for backlash. Backlash.
1: And pretty, pretty stoked to see what's going to happen with uh, KO.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. Looking forward to it. Cool. So thanks for anybody that listened to our bullshit. Bye. Bye. <laughs>